Uh, Boris Johnson, uh, thank you for sitting down with me. That's quite all right, Peter. Now, Boris, you've just passed a law mandating positivity and renewed British spirit. What on earth are you talking about? Well, look, it's very simple. There has been too much doom and gloom about our prospects outside the EU, and it's high time we restore the upbeat optimism which us Brits are, of course, famous for. After years of pessimism and negativity, we're going to demand British gumph. But, Prime Minister, was it really necessary to make negative economic forecasts punishable by a £500 fine and eight weeks wearing a fez? Have you not been listening? It's two months, two months. Get your facts straight, you buffoon-brained stilton. So, so what do the people need to do to stay positive? Yes, a daily gratitude diary is all you need. I am grateful for the water cannons. I am grateful for EU intransigence. I am grateful for soggy biscuits. My five or six children, Boris Bikes, for for UKIP, for the Iranian prison service. I am grateful for my successes as mayor. And most of what you did was simply overseeing the completion of Ken Livingstone's policies. Get your facts straight, it's the Boris Bike. Read the diary, Peter. It's in the diary. And will you be releasing your diary? Pluck off. I don't talk about my personal life. That is a negative question. It is important that people like you aren't allowed to spread bad vibes. People like me? Yes. The naysayers, the Ramonas, my annoyingly reasonable sister, they never have anything good to say. It's always negative. I I think they're all cretins and imbeciles, and I hate them for their negativity. I hate them, and I hate you, and I hate your TV show, and I want to leave now. But we agreed to a five-minute interview. We had a deal. No, I'm leaving, with or without a deal. Goodbye. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. And now we turn to our regular comedy program, Just Another Panel Show. Welcome, everyone, to Just Another Panel Show. You have to keep clapping for the 30 seconds that this thing goes for, but we can all talk over and laugh out. (laughs) I'm so glad you haven't cut down the sound effects. Absolutely not, Phil. It's all for you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 that music, good, good, good music. Right, well, welcome to Just on the Panel Show tonight. The topic is is a man, not just any man, but a man described at university as late, idle, complacent, fabricates quotes, cheated, misrepresented the truth, <laughs> referred to African people as their watermelon smiles, burka wearers as letterboxes, gays as tank top busboys, and is now, thanks to his distinguished career painting buses, the Prime Minister of the Kingdom of Britain... <laughs> United Kingdom. It was a burn, guys. It was a burn. He was throwing shade on the Prime Minister. Got to give him props. <laughs> Look, if you can try and write jokes into this, it does work better. Yeah, tell that to the comedian. Get a comedian. Ah, oh, fuck. Do you want to do it? Uh, nope. Okay. All right, well, that's right. It's Boris Johnson. You're in trouble. We got, look, this is the TED Talk portion of the event. We've all got to learn. I'm still learning. Hold on. You'll learn more. <laughs> he studied English and classics, where he learned how to speak Latin. Yeah, an important skill for any politician walking the streets in East London. And now he's Prime Minister. He became a Eurosceptic journalist in Brussels, where his writing was attributed to the rise of UKIP. It's true. It was run on his Wikipedia page. And was called one of the greatest exponents of fake journalism. 
and is now Prime Minister. Nothing he's done in his life could prevent you from being Prime Minister as he manages to eat sandwiches the correct way. I like the way he said, that's true, it's on his Wikipedia page. It is. Yeah, I mean, I suppose two things don't necessarily always have to go together. Look, if you've watched John Oliver's brilliant takedown of Boris Johnson, you know that everything on his Wikipedia page is correct, or both of us are wrong, and both of us will be sued. But he has a budget of (laughs) HBO behind him, and um, I've just got two pounds. Right, so... Let's welcome our delightful panellists. Said with such... Yeah, right? Delightful. Ugh. On our first team, we've got Andy Bucks. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And Rebecca Diaz. They're going to be on the team Red Buses. I think that's only appropriate. To honour his artistic <laughs> career and a waste of citizens' money on poorly built and deficient transport. <laughs> on our second team, Phil Lindsay. Welcome. <laughs> and Ashish Shuri. You can be the stop and searches. <laughs> Just because there's one brown guy on this team. Wow. That, oh my God. Pete. Jeez. Wow. Well, this is after Boris's love of taking from the poor. It, you know, if you ignore the fact that you don't have any tan on you, you're still an immigrant. Yeah, but he's not going to stop and search, does he? Well, I expect to be, surely. I'm the person he's targeting. No, have you seen his beard, though? It is a crime, yes. Right. <laughs> Phil, what do you feel about Boris? Uh, I think we should give him a chance, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you know, he was, he was really good on Have I Got News For You. Give him a chance. I think that's how we should choose all our prime ministers, to be fair. Rob Brydon has been smashing it on Would I Lie To You. Let's have him next. You're right. He'd be very good at it. I, I think so. Mm. Genuine, though, Victoria Corrin, only connect. She does great there. And I think she probably did a pretty good job. Uh, sorry, uh, there's, there's no audible reaction to that, but someone is literally putting a hand over their heart. So. <laughs> so. All right, Andy, under what circumstances would you vote for Boris? Um, if it was Strictly Come Dancing, yeah, I'd, I'd vote for shit out of him. I'd, I'd watch that. I think that would justify the uh, licence fee all on its own, really. So he'd be the, b- the buffoon of Strictly Come Dancing. So he'd make it to the last round, but it wouldn't win. I don't see any chance of him not being the buffoon of Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> hang, hang on a minute. Didn't we do this with Anne Widdicombe? And did, did, that turn out, did that turn out well? Did, did Anne Widdicombe go on Strictly Come Dancing? Yeah. Wow. And, yeah, she has now risen to power. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's a deputy leader of the Conservative Party. Or Brexit Party. Okay, well, in that case, maybe, uh, maybe I wouldn't vote for him on Strictly Come Dancing if that's, uh, if that, if that's uh, the path to power in this country now. What, what is it with reality shows? And we've had Trump on The Apprentice. Yeah. Love Island. Love Island. Yes. yes. Who would he get paired up with? Anne Widdicombe. Anne Widdicombe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, what was your earliest memory of Boris? So it was a bit of a blur because, well, no, I was 12 when he became mayor, so he just sort of existed, and I heard stuff about bikes, but I already had a bike, so it didn't really affect <laughs> me very much. I just, I know, the first time I saw him, I feel like I had this distinct feeling of, that's not what a politician looks like. But apparently it is, so here we are. You should see Donald Trump. Who, who, who's that? <laughs> Before my time. Ashin Sham, what traits of Boris do you think are Prime Minister worthy? Uh, 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 dude, those long, luscious blonde locks. Sexy locks. We, we call him Goldilocks back home. 
Wait, it's very right, yeah, it's apt, right? Because he would break into someone's house and definitely steal the child's yeah, porridge, yeah. wouldn't he's he? Like That's what he would do. <laughs> we love Boris also so much back home in India. Like he's, I think he's gonna bring colonialism back, but the other way around. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, let him in so we can be in. <laughs> right, as Boris Johnson, I feel, is the villain of of tonight's story. It's only fair to never mention his name again, and I was gonna trust you as the audience to police this. From our panellists, because I will be deducting points if you use but, Boris. But we can use synonyms, right? To call him a cunt or a twat. Or oh, absolutely. Like yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just checking, yeah, just checking. Yeah. Call him a watermelon or a letterbox. Uh, yeah, we'll, no, we'll know what you mean. I, just I, as long as you don't use... Call him BJ. Mm, I think that's too... Do we think that? I think that's too close. It's Bojo? Bojo. Oh, I'm going to deduct two points ba- from this. Um, uh, has it started already? BJ. Yeah, and if it does come up, we've got... <laughs> <laughs> or this is my favourite. With what? <laughs> Are we ready to begin? Yes. yes. So, Phil, your favourite sting. This is super long, guys. When I was That's five, why I love it. I learned some trivia. And I'm going to share that trivia with you today. Now. That's right, it is a trivia round. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, we're going to. First question is What is Boris Johnson's full name? Uh, it is Boris Doris Johnson. <laughs> Sorry, be, one point down. This is going to be extremely difficult to answer with the uh, Boris Johnson rules. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you were saying? Well, I mean. What, but what do we say into a logical impossibility here, Pete? Ignore his dated names and give me the, the other two ridiculous elements of his name. You know, so it's blah, watermelon, blah, letterbox. <laughs> um, okay. What is his... Two middle names, Augustus okay. Gloop. <laughs> no? It's getting closer. Okay. Augustus is there. Ashish, do you want to have, you have, a, have a go? I, I, um, Augustus Michelle something. But Augustus Michelle Gloop. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know how, how, like, posh names work. There's a German element to it. Thanks, Drew. No, it's not Hitler. <laughs> don't say it. Ah, <laughs> ah, no, I'm sorry. Ah. Rudolf. No. That's Rebecca, would you know. like to... I, I do actually you know? believe I know. Yes. Alexander... Mm, <laughs> de Pfeffel. Mm. Yes, that is correct. Yes. <laughs> it, is, it is Alexander... Mm, de Pfeffel. Mm. <laughs> Supposedly it's German, we just don't know It could be made up like the rest of his character <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we'll give, you, we'll give you one point But they said, but they, but they said his name Well they've got one, they've down one point, now points, And now they're on zero oh. Oh, yeah. 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 Back in the game, back in the game, zero points How many children does he have? He's got a week's worth of, he's got a week's worth of children uh, Whether that is a working week or a full week I'm not entirely sure no. <laughs> I like to think he's like, you know how Genghis Khan has all these love children? Oh, that's horrible. That's <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, horrible. Yeah. Wait, when you say his kids, his kids? His like kids, he, yes. He, he, he love children, them? known kids, yes. Biologically related. That's correct, yes. Yeah. Presumably not just kids that he's taken off other people. You know? That's not, I mean, I don't, I don't like the man, but I don't think he's been like kidnapping other people's you know, offspring. You never know, man. We've got to give us a number, give us a number. He's got three. Four. You got four? We're, getting, we're five. You got five. Yeah. Six. Six. Oh, okay, seven, seven. Well, the answer is five or six. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. We've got half a 
point or something. There's a belief he's got an extra love child, but uh, no one can prove it. So it's five or six. Yes, yeah, so we go with the confirmed one, right? We'll give you a point each. Yes. What? Yeah. Just out of interest, do you know what the names of his kids are? They're cartoon character names. They're straight out of Dora the Explorer. His oldest daughter, Lara Letters. <laughs> <laughs> Second kid is Milo Arthur. Let us guess. Barry oh, Banana. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, he can't help. That's my kid's name now. You're close. <laughs> You've got Cassia Peaches. Ooh. Do they all have uh, fruits and veg in their name? The fourth one does not. Terry, not. Terry Turnip. <laughs> close. It is ridiculous. It's Theodore Apollo. So we've been mocking Jacob Rees-Mogg's kid, Sixtus, for so long that um, really should have been turning a better eye to Boris Johnson. Does anyone know that but Jacob Rees-Mogg's sixth kid is named Sixtus? No. <laughs> is that, it, sounds, it sounds like an STD. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it kind of is, is right? like, <laughs> I do wonder how he came up with Lara Letters. Well, this is it. Is it, is it like, um, you know, how the Beckhams came up with all of their kids' names because of where they were conceived? conceived. Yeah. Like, how was the lettuce involved, is what I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> how did they use the peach? That's what I want to know. How did they use the Apollo space mission? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. What was the name of his first novel? He's an accomplished literary author. Uh, what was the name of his first first novel? The Fifal Tower. Nice. <laughs> the Fall of the British Empire. Uh, no. <laughs> Andy? Exotic uses of fruits and veggies in the bedroom. Co-authored by Jacob Rees-Mogg. Um, Phil? Uh, uh, me and my bus. <laughs> and uh, more artistic endeavours. Uh, he's got higher aims than the buses. Okay. Uh, no, know. it is uh, Friends, Voters, Countrymen. Uh, that was his first novel. Followed by Lend Me Your Ears. 72 Virgins is his third novel. <laughs> like that I will come close to him. Aspire Ever Higher. <laughs> have I Got Views for You? He's getting quite punny here. That's why we should have him <laughs> as Prime Minister. Yeah. Life in the Fast Lane, the Boris Johnson Guide to Cars. <laughs> the Perils of Pushy Parents, a cautionary tale. Johnson's Life of London. I don't know what that one was really about. And then The Churchill Factor. Where is he finding the time to write all these books? He has so many affairs. How is it? How does he fit it in? Well, I mean, in I'm not talking about the affairs. Though. I'm talking about that. He attended only 46% of all votes in the House. So um, at the time, I guess we were paying him to be a minister. <laughs> As mayor of London, what were his major achievements? The bikes. Oh, he smashed the bikes, mate. The bikes. Yeah. Uh, no, that was a Ken Livingston idea. So no. Oh, well, he, he no, it. no, no, because he, he smashed that bridge. bridge. He lost about sixty million pounds. So no, that's two no's. Oh no! Hang on! Hang on! Hang on! Hang on! Hang on! Hang on! You got the 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 buses. He, he bought the best buses. The ones with the broken air conditioning and the extra conductor that you had to pay forty grand a year for on the back. Yeah, those. Yep. I I still think they're accomplishments. Not good ones, but they're still accomplishments. <laughs> what do we feel? Do we give him a point for that argument? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You're Thank on you. one now. Yes. <laughs> Winning. One, one pity yeah. point. He fathered a lot of children. That was quite an achievement, I think. Yeah. Five or six. That's Five keeping six. keeping the number of his children yeah. hidden from the public. That. That's an achievement. Yeah. Rebecca? I was going to say buses, but... <laughs> that was gone now. I mean, he did uh, also not achieve the Crossrail, also a Ken Livingston idea, the Olympics, the cred- uh, Ken Livingston uh, he idea. He violent crime in London, that was his claim? Yeah, he, that was yeah. his claim, but it actually decreased overall in the United Kingdom more than it did in London over the same period. Still an accomplishment. But it wasn't his accomplishment, was it? <laughs> I mean, 
we just like we we worked out <laughs> statistics appropriately. I think we know that it's not an accomplishment, not an accomplishment. Okay, final question. He bought those water cannons, didn't he? And then Theresa May banned him from using them, so he had to sell them off as scrap at a loss of I think a hundred k each. That sounds like an achievement. That was that. That I mean, it's something that no one else has done. Lost money. Lost lost money buying water cannons and selling them for scrap. <laughs> what? Right, he hosted um, what is notoriously a very difficult quiz show to host. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> Fine, it's two <laughs> points. All right, extra point. Okay. Are Who, we the populace? Final question. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you're the uh, stop and searchers. <laughs> Which, uh, yes, populists, absolutely, yeah. Right, so who was the shortest serving Prime Minister and how long do they serve for? Uh, you were at the rehearsal, so you should know the answer. Yeah, but I, f- I, f- I forgot. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Was it Josh Kane? Was it Josh? Did you say Josh Kane? Powell? We did a rehearsal this time. You'd be happy to know. I can't tell. Can, so, can you believe that this is rehearsed? Can you believe the it? Odds are stacked against this. This is um, George Canning. It was George Canning. It was George Canning. Like, yes. How the hell did you know that? That's crazy. We just school back home in India, just like part of the syllabus. Part of the syllabus. Yeah. George Canning. Fun fact: his term lasted 119 days, from 12th of April 1827 till his death. Extra fun tip. From when Boris Johnson became Prime Minister until Brexit, there are 100 days. So he is hoping that's an achievement for him. That is an accomplishment. That is, that is an accomplishment. Quick score check. The red buses are on two. Stop and searches are on two. So yes. Yes. Wait, we got George Canning, right? That's why we got a point. Yeah, no, yeah. We got, we're, three, we're on three we're now. We're on three now. You're on three. Sorry, before we continue, I hit the streets of London to find out what the public opinion around Boris Johnson was. So let's, uh, let's find out. Thanks, Pete. Yeah, I'm back out here in London Fields, which is a Labour stronghold. Uh, the last election, uh, they won 79% of the vote. So I imagine they've got pretty strong feelings about Boris Johnson. Like, how would you describe if you could? Uh, kind of posh British flamboyant. But he's quite lovable. Oh, a small little ball of love. <laughs> we live in a small flat, so I can't keep him. Cute, sweet, lovable. Very cute. Uh, not always house clean. Everyone pees one. <laughs> you know. Are you going to vote for him in the next election? 100%. Are you serious? Yeah. What's, well, it, what's it literally all his ex lovers? If, if my mum allows me. Yeah, um. We'd like to, yeah. Why would you vote Tory? Because we have a big house. It's used for security. I mean, I don't think it's politically correct, but we're very, very faithful because of the inbreeding. Have you ever met a Conservative MP? I've seen dead ones on the road. They're very rare, nocturnal, <laughs> very shy, very scared of humans. So it'll be interesting. We've got to be very careful to disturb them. And we've got to be careful that we keep this, their location a secret because there are people out there who would and bait them for sport, which is highly illegal and, and really cruel and they've been blamed perhaps slightly unfairly for the spread of bovine tuberculosis so there has been limited calls they're in decline i think they've come back from the brink yeah cool all right back to you in the pub yeah. so that's what uh, people in london feels think about boris johnson <laughs> uh, phil again this is one of your favorites Beautiful. Solid work. So, Borrocks is a love of theatrics and a bit of karaoke, so this is the singing game. Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah, love the singing game. Oh, so, yeah, you uh, know about this. 
Yeah, we've got to do some singing. Our teams will be trying to guess the songs. The panellists will, of course, be singing the melody of the fabled words of Boris Johnson's illustrious novels. So, Phil, would you like to begin with his second novel, Lend Me Your Ears? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's go with this song for you. <sighs> so many bits of paper. You can do oh, that. yeah. You can do that uh, one? Yeah. All right, so this is what he's going to be singing. Go for it, Phil. Okay. An anthology of pieces selected to illustrate the history of our times. From the whole of Thatcher to the presidency of Blair with new commentary. On... Five hundred miles. It's the Proclaimers, isn't it? It is the Proclaimers. Yeah. Still need the name. Thought five hundred miles is in brackets, and then it has like I would or something beforehand. Oh yeah, sixty miles. (laughs) (laughs) The much, the much lower effort version of the Proclaimers song. Wait, who gets the point from this? Do we both? Me. He should be guessing. Actually, he should be guessing. (laughs) But he didn't get it, did he? Get out of it, you guys. (laughs) <laughs> All we've learned is that nobody knows the real name of the song. It's 60 miles by the disclaimers. Come on. <laughs> it's I'm going to be, brackets, 500 miles. I need... Close brackets. Yeah. Andy, okay, Andy, this is for you. I'm glad I came now. So, Top one. So I'm guessing You're going to guess, yeah. But we, we're going to try and guess louder, because that works, apparently. Well, the problem here is I literally don't know how that song goes. Really? Oh, no, really? I do, actually. I think I do. Wait. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Crumbs, I thought as I stood on the edge of the crater. Crumbs was the word, or perhaps that should be fragments. Little fist-sized fragments of house. Whatever explosives the US Air Force uses. In the bunk busters, it is powerful stuff. I was standing in the posh Mansour district of Baghdad, looking at the place where the Americans thought in the last days of the war that they'd located Saddam Hussein. Has anyone got this? I got it. Is, it, is there a you chorus the you can move to? I thought, I thought that was the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly I've done a great job. She's got it. She's, she's got it. Just say it's, it. It's, it's, it's blame it on the boogie. It is, yes. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we did. We yeah. did it. We did it. Right, <laughs> more songs. I'm, I'm, I'm more of an indie guy. Oh, here we go. Surely you know that one. I'm more of an indie Oh, God. Oh, you're going to hum it for oh, Phil. No, no, no. All right, you'll be singing uh, 72 Virgins by Boris Johnson. <laughs> Why do I have to do all this? <laughs> That's just... Pint. Oh, wow. Pint. It's wow. not even a coincidence Pint. anymore. Oh, <laughs> 72 Virgins is about the American president who's giving a major address to a top-level audience in of Westminster Hall. Is. The best sharpshooters from both countries and then a stolen ambulance runs into trouble with the parking authorities. <laughs> well, I simply, no, because, you know, I simply um, must read that. Amazon review, Martin writes, just read the first sentence. That should be enough to convince you how utterly appalling the book is. <laughs> As she should be singing the first sentence. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> on Louder. He had. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, keep going, keep going. Keep going. Come on, someone's no, going to no, no. I think I know what it is, but I want him to keep going. Got <laughs> 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 it, uh, every reason to believe <laughs> The gun was equipped with an orange whale Harpoon? Is this one 60 miles? Yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, I don't think I know what it is When you first started, I thought I knew And I think I'm getting further and further away but is, it, um, is it Take On Me? Yeah! By, by Aha! Yes! Did you, did you guys have it as well? No. It's, it's, it's like you can read my mind. Right, so it's 4 5 at the moment. Third song. 
This is from his book, The Dream of Rome, focusing on how the Romans made Europe work as a homogenous civilization and looking at why we are failing to make the EU work in modern times. Obviously related. Ah, Dennett, three stars. Can't remember what was so good about this one year later. (laughs) There is your... Okay. No one knows the exact moment when the publicist of the virus realized what a colossal idiot he had been. But when the barbarians either side of him started uttering their war cry, I got it. we must assume that the finally dropped. No, I, I do shit out okay. You steal, steal. Uh, oh, I, d- I don't know. Is, it, is that 60 miles? Steal. Steal it, Phil, steal it. Steal. Is it uh, Don't Stop Me Now? It is yeah. Don't Stop Me Now. Yeah. If only someone would have told Boris Johnson to just <laughs> <laughs> stop me, stop me now. The scores here, Red Bus is on four. Five or six. You're on four. Uh, five or six, mate. Yeah. I'm really disappointed that no one's actually said Boris Johnson recently. Oh, point off. Point off. You have to do the rest of the podcast on your knees. Just play the sound effects. <laughs> Real or fake? 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 Yes, this is two quotes <laughs> and a lie uh, to celebrate Boris's love of falsifying quotes, which is why I got fired from his first job. Uh. <laughs> and he's prime minister. Boris does love to cultivate a sense of not knowing if you know if you know what he knows that he knows that he's doing, uh, which means he's quite quotable. So our game, I've given the panelists two real Boris Johnson quotes, and they've come up with one fake one. See if the other team can spot their fake quote. So, Andy, would you like to start? I don't, don't want to show off or anything, but I've got, I've got two of each. Read as many and we'll see, we'll see if we go. Okay, all right, all right, here we go then. Quote number one. What I worry about is that people are losing confidence, losing energy, losing enthusiasm, and there's a real opportunity to get them into work. Oh, can you say that again? Can I say it again? There's four of these. How long do you, do you want this podcast to go on for? <laughs> no, move on, yeah, move test, on, move on. Test Pete's editing skills here. <laughs> Quote number two. I'm frankly embarrassed on behalf of the USA that such a great nation could find themselves being led by a reckless nationalist with a propensity for lies and hair better suited to an alpaca. Yep, yep, yep. Quote number three, my policy on cake is pro-having it and pro-eating it. About what? Policy on cake. Oh. It's pro-having it and pro-eating it. It's a good joke, so it's not true. No, no, this one's true. No, no, this no, one's true. No, no, hold on, hold on. Is that you three? Andy, you... Uh, I've got a bonus one, if you want. Oh, Andy's got a bonus one, so... Okay. Quote number four. Sometimes to unwind, I like to undress, lie on my back, put my legs in the air, and try to throw my pants onto my feet like a sexy version of Hoopla. <laughs> These are all very believably Boris Johnson quotes. So he's got two lies and two truths. Guess which ones are the lies? The gig one. She reckons that the two middle ones are true. He, he reckons that he's, he's read both of them on the news. So Andy, what was the middle one? Well, the middle ones were quote number two was uh, being embarrassed on behalf of the USA, and uh, number three was policy on cake. Yeah, they're right. both true. Both true. Both, yeah, yes. both true. Well, Andy, do you want to give him the answer? The true ones were. My policy on cake is pro-having it and pro-eating it. So that's one point. The first one, what I worry about is that Uh, people are losing confidence. So that's down one point. See, that's the thing. I didn't listen to that one. Fuck. Yeah. This is racist. All right. (laughs) (laughs) 
Points haven't changed. Phil, it's your turn. What have you got? Uh, yeah, so I've got, I've got two fake ones and one real one. Ooh, okay. Okay, here we go. Okay, the first quote the, uh, is, The thing you have to know about the beautiful British kipper is that it is, in fact, on average, three centimetres longer than its European counterpart. <laughs> and then the next one is... Uh, if we judged everybody by the stupid, ungra- unguarded things they blurt out to their nearest and dearest, then we wouldn't ever get anywhere. Mm. Mm. And the last one is, uh, you wait all day for a bus, and then all of a sudden, one comes along with £350 million written on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm taking that bus. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one's got to be what he said. Well, I remember, he, he, he did something like Kippers, that rings a bell, and the audience scenes. Yeah, yeah dig an audience world. No, we're do, not doing do we? <laughs> <laughs> This isn't a democracy. God. Think? I think I think we should trust the audience. The, the, they're not on anyone's team. I assume the audience is neutral. The audience is not neutral. It's outrageous. <laughs> All right, which which one which ones are you going for? Come on. Kipper. Kippers. Phil. Nah, Kippers is lies. Oh. Hey. <laughs> yes. I deducted a point from them, so I guess I'll deduct a point from you. So the, uh, the true one was betrayed. the one about judging everybody by their stupid and guarded things they blurt out. Who said that? Who who said that? Mm. Oh, Boris Johnson. Oh. 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 I got bloody pantoed. Fuck. Oh dear. All right. Uh, down a point for that one. We're still winning. We're still winning. I worked so hard for that point, and then I just like threw it all away in an instant. It's a cruel world. Easy come, easy go. Rebecca, it's yours. Cool. Okay, so I've got two true, two lies. Yeah. Cool. So some people play the piano. Some do Sudoku. Some watch television. Some go out to dinner parties. I write books. Number two. What was so bad about the death penalty anyway? (laughs) Number three, voting Tory will cause your wife to have bigger breasts and increase your chances of owning a BMW M3. And number four is, if you vote Labour, what you're saying is, I give up. (laughs) (laughs) The first one's true. The first one? So, uh, we, we, you reckon the first one's true? What, what was the first one again? Was about, uh, um, some people play the piano, Sudoku, okay, I yeah, 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 yeah. And the bigger breasts is true as well. Okay, so we reckon those two are true. The the big tits and the big cars or whatever. whatever. That's correct. Yes! Yes! yes. yes. How much money do you have the points back. Alright. Are people betting money on the outcome of this? Ashish, it's yours. You've got the floor. I've got four. Go for it. Uh, London is a fantastic. Would you like to read them off the card? Yes, please. This one will be the fake one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, mate. Oh, no. Wait, how many many are there and how many are real and fake? Uh, There are four of them. Okay. And real and fake, I'll let you guess. Okay. <laughs> you. You've got this. You've got this. Literally, watch you read it off the card and be like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Jesus fuck's sake! <laughs> uh, ping pong was invented on the dining tables of England in the 19th century. Other nations, the French, looking at the dining table and saw an opportunity to have dinner. We looked at it and saw an opportunity to play riff waff. Riff waff. Riff waff. All right, and the and the next one. Uh, <laughs> not gonna look there. Uh, I didn't have any idea it would be such a logistically tra- challenging game, really. <laughs> hey, man, I've got dyspraxia and dyslexia, all right? Okay, now I look like yeah. the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. 
The EU provides us nothing. They claimed avocados are from France. No. Avocados are Aztec. Avocados are Aztec. <laughs> and post-Brexit, we'll still be smashing them on our toes. Yeah. Um, London is a fantastic creator of jobs, but many of these jobs are going to people who don't originate in this country. Uh, that's the third one. Um, <laughs> Post-Brexit, I want to sanction a thousand new Etonesque schools and the curriculum would include stuff. <laughs> I can't read my own writings. I thought that was part of the quote. All right, which ones? Two truths, two lies. Which one have we got? What are you thinking? Um, the quote saying the curriculum will include stuff. Yeah. 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 That doesn't, sound, that doesn't sound real to me. That's why I was saying that one's a lie. Okay. I was thinking that one might be true because oh. I can imagine him forgetting what he's going to say and going, uh, stuff. Oh, the suspense. Ooh. But I got it wrong last time. So I, think I also got it wrong last time. Ooh, <laughs> the plot tickets. Ooh. All right, all right. So, wait, so you're thinking that one's wrong, so one and three are right then? One and three. Yeah, say so one and you guys, three. Do you guys want a hint? It's the ones that he read oh, out. They're going with yeah. one and three. So are you saying the EU provides us nothing, they claimed avocados are for France. Is that true or is that false? That was number two, wasn't it? I just, just, do you think the avocados thing is true or not? <laughs> I think it's not true. I think it's not true. That is correct. That was actually a joke from my set that I couldn't do. It's uh, <laughs> a good joke. That was correct. Give you one point. Hey. And the other one? Are we guessing the other? Yep, the other fake one. Uh, whichever one Wait, the third one was, I think. If you just say the one that you think is true, this will all be over. Yeah. <laughs> and we could do something. No, no, no. no. If you can say which one is fake, then it's fine as well. I'm so confused. Just say Let's one. say number three one. is true. Right, it's fake. Yay! Uh, <laughs> so down one point. So it's 6-3. All right. Yes. I've got no idea what happened. This is my favourite yeah. part. Uh, I, I feel like I still don't know which ones are true. Order. Order. We must have a debate. It must be debated. <laughs> right? You're loving them too. They're great. It they is great. the debate. And our debate question. Um, all right. Whose question was this? If he shave his head, does he lose all his power? Wait, how do you get points for this? Uh, the audience will decide. If they're in the audience... Perfect. I can't trust them. <laughs> this is our debate question. If he, if he, if he shave his head, uh, does he lose all his power? Sir, what is your name? Well... Why do you think that he might lose his power from his hair? I mean, I'm just kind of at a loss as to, to what else he has. And I was like, well, Trump's got weird hair. Boris has got weird hair. Theresa May was just weird, so like... You think it all comes to the hair? Thank you for your question. Well played. Red buses. You hope that shaving his hair has lose all the power? Yeah. And our stop and search team. You don't think his hair is his power of... So we think he should shave his hair? Well, the question is, does his power come from his hair? We say it doesn't come from his hair, but on our turn, on our turn. Red buses. Power comes from his hair. Stop and search. Doesn't come from his hair. No. All right, you've got 10 seconds because that way we'll quickly resolve this game. <laughs> maybe maybe the 25. The setup is so much longer than the actual game. <laughs> Andy, you're leading the debate here. Oh, okay. Um, pro well, hair. pro hair. We were saying that. Uh, Wait, he's got a Justin Bieber-esque hair, hair to himself. Well, let's not, let's Bieber. not interrupt. Oh, yeah. Sorry, my apologies. Yeah, my, my power also comes from the pubes. You're losing another point because you keep Stop interrupting. It. I think we we reckon that it's kind of like a Samson situation. Yeah, yeah. If you if you cut his hair, he loses all, all his superhuman ability to bluff his way into Parliament. I think mm -hmm. that's what we're saying. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like it's like Samson. Instead of taking down the House of Columns, he takes down the House of Commons. Am I right? All right, yeah. lovely. Oh, oh. Phil, this is on you. Uh, no, his power obviously doesn't reside in his hair. It resides in his knees, doesn't Who's it? Who's power? Yeah. Johnson's knees. Right. Oh, 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 
Counterpoint. It resides at his knees. You, 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 we saw the way that Buzzer Jazza, the the the. The jizz master. The big jizz. The big jizz. The way he took that girl out uh, playing rugby. That's some powerful knees, mate. You you, you want knees like that. That's the uh, that's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Lovely, lovely. All right. What what a prime ministerial move. Smashed her. Can he defeat a small child? Was he was he like the mayor back then? Like when you did that. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was the move. His powers I, can only have increased. I'm, I'm just I'm just waiting for Sadiq Khan to punch a kid now. <laughs> Rebecca, please yes. go for that. Um yes. Whatever pool. <laughs> <laughs> well, straw man is a type of flaw in arguments and bo- he who shall not be named. She said it. She said it. No, 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 no. You're interrupting again and I have warned you. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. So I would argue that he is it, the power is in his air. He is the straw man, and I'd go as far to say that he is actually made of straw. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. All right, Ashish, this is yours. Uh, I don't. I don't think the power is in his hair. If it was the case, he wouldn't be cutting it by himself. Who? The guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the nice. the jizz master. I think his power lies in every piece, a piece, a piece of fat muscle he has on him, and his knees. Obviously, his knees. Obviously, yeah. his knees. We've Obviously, his knees. Yeah. All right, let's throw it to the audience. Uh, audience, which team do you believe has won the debate of the power of the hair? Wait. Give us a round of applause at the Stop and Search. Have they won? Yeah. And the red buses. The red buses. Just for anyone listening to the podcast, oh, yeah. all of that applause they was coming from themselves. I don't know what you're talking about. Podcast audience at home, they wouldn't be aware that there are only six people here listening to this until I play this now. What, what, like, <laughs> all right, so the Stop and Search team. And come to the end of end of the panel. Oh. Uh, so, let's tally up the points. Someone's Can losing 20 quid. Hey. Ah. Better sell that bike. The Red Buses, of course, uh, with the value of what they're worth uh, to society and Boris's skill in painting them, Three points. Turn <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, well played, well played. Stop and search team, demonstrating the value of stop and search in society. Six points. <laughs> yes, mate. Red buses suck out. Woo! Congratulations, stop and search. Uh, yes, you yes. seem to be the way for the future. <laughs> as, is the case, as is the case. You've, of course, won tonight's audio trophy. If I'd have known we were playing for that, I would have taken it more seriously. That's a that's a big award. I I just want to say what an honour it has been to sit in front of you guys and share this moment with you, Phil. Oh, it's been fucking amazing. It's been great. I generally I don't think I would have won unless there was another white man in my team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you. I'm happy to be that default. I I can yeah. proudly say I have one white friend now. All right. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for coming. We like to celebrate with some fake news headlines. <laughs> Uh, scientists have proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that Boris Johnson is what you get when an albino gorilla fucks the Dulux dog. <laughs> <laughs> Boris Johnson has got stuck on another zip line, prompting calls to just leave him there this time. <laughs> Boris Johnson pledges to spend the $350 million a week from leaving the EU on a project close to all of our hearts, completing the garden bridge. <laughs> Boris Johnson was once asked by a lady to go back and remove himself from the gene pool. (laughs) (laughs) 
And finally, Oxford Dictionary has added WIFWAF into the publication for the first time, <laughs> defining it as nonsensical political speak designed to highlight ignorance and disguise failure. Or Boris Johnson, a bit of WIFWAF. 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 And that was our Boris Johnson panel. Thanks so much for listening. Special thanks to Ryan McGrosty and Callum Jones for joining in the writing team. And if you'd like to check out more of our episodes or come along to our live recording, then visit justanotherpanelshow.com. Hopefully you'll join us next week where we challenge Blockbuster versus Netflix. Is the Netflix basically the Blockbuster bargain basement bin of the future? It's going to be a lot of fun. Come along. <laughs>